Good morning, listeners, and welcome to Mercury, a broadcast of hope. I'm Dr. Rosalind Clark here today with Agnes Drew and Max O'Brien, and it's day 693 since we came back on the air. Today, we have more disturbing news about the zombie horde. As Agnes has previously reported, there are various communities on either side of the line of zombies that are trying to do whatever they can to disperse it. The tactic they're trying now is similar to what we did when we needed to clear the library of zombies, which is to set small explosives like firecrackers to try and peel zombies off the main horde. They're doing this by trying to make the noise close enough that the zombies on the outer edge can hear it and go towards it, but far enough away that they only catch the attention of a few. If you get more than 20 zombies all following the noise, then you still have a situation that's difficult to manage. And there's also a risk that the more zombies that peel off, the more that will follow them that you didn't mean to attract. It's an interesting technique and experiment that will probably work in the long run, but we don't really have time for the long run. We need a solution that's going to work faster than this. Which is why my new invention is going to be so great. Wait, what new invention? Dr. Clark, did you know about a new invention? Because I didn't know about a new invention. No, I didn't know anything about this. Since when are you an inventor, Max? I know you're a hoarder of random objects, but I've never known you to make anything brand new. Just one of my many talents. I haven't built the prototype yet, but I've sketched out some plans, and I think there's a lot of potential here. Do we need to discuss this off the air? Yes. No. No, it's fine. This is exactly the kind of thing we need to discuss on the air so that we can noodle through it together and refine our way through the design flaws. Oh, good. You admit there are design flaws. That's progress. Of course there are design flaws. It's a first draft. Yes, first drafts are famously awful. Like, really awful in many, many cases. So, let's go ahead and dive in then. What's this invention, Max? It's a variation on the theme of a super soaker. I found one in a toy store. No idea why it was left behind. Probably because who needs a water pistol in a world populated by hydrophobic zombies? Except everybody needs a water pistol in a world populated by hydrophobic zombies. It's going to turn into our greatest weapon. Um, you've seen zombies in the rain, right, Max? They turn mean. I mean, meaner than usual. Yes, but with enough water, they go into torpor and shut down completely. And that's what this design is going to do. Max, you have to immerse them completely for that to happen. And when you take them out, they reanimate. How much water are you talking about? So here's the way this works. The user wears a backpack with big tanks of water attached to it. I've modified the super soaker to draw its water from this reservoir instead of the onboard tanks, which are obviously too small to achieve the desired effect. Obviously. So you have people up in trees or some other sheltered, protected location. The team set off the fireworks to try to draw some of the zombies off. Once the desired number are separated from the group, then the teams with my invention blast any that try to follow them with a deluge of water that will shut them down and prevent them from following the first group, which is then dispatched by the fireworks team. Great, huh? Okay. Now about those design flaws. Aww. First, do you know how much water weighs? It's eight pounds per gallon. And like I just said, you have to immerse them completely. So you have to have enough water in these tanks for that to happen. Second, water just makes them angry. Angrier. Even if you douse them enough to shut them down, they'll just reanimate when the water runs out and then they'll be soaked and angry. All right, you doubting Thomases. I see those arguments, but I still think it will help. 
I'm going to mock up the prototype and try it out in the field, and then we'll see. You're going to try it out in the field yourself? Well, sure, why not? Because it's a terrible idea. Independent of all the things Agnes and I just pointed out, there's a long list of inventors who were killed by their own inventions. There are? Yeah, there are. There are. Marie Curie died of aplastic anemia because of her work with ionizing radiation since she isolated radium. Thomas Midgley Jr., who had polio, invented a system of ropes and pulleys to help others lift him out of bed. He got caught in the ropes and died of strangulation. Alexander Boganov experimented with blood transfusions and died after receiving blood from a student who had tuberculosis and malaria and was probably the wrong blood type anyway. These are all from people who either had medical conditions or were in fields that weren't fully understood yet. Franz Reichelt was a tailor who was trying to invent a coat's parachute. He told authorities he was going to test it on a dummy, but instead put it on and jumped off the Eiffel Tower. Okay, well... He should have known better. You should know better. Well... I know one. Thomas Andrews Jr. He was the naval architect in charge of the plans for the Titanic. He was on board when it sank. If anybody should have known the capabilities of that ship, it was him. Well... We just want you to be careful. And by be careful, we mean don't build this dangerous contraption and certainly don't test it yourself. Yeah, Max. We need you. But we also need to help do something about the Horde. Getting yourself turned into a zombie isn't going to help with the horde. (sighs) Okay, okay, I get it. I'll take the hint. Hint? I guess it's back to the proverbial drawing board. We about ready to wrap this up? For Mercury, a broadcast of hope, this has been Agnes Drew, Max O'Brien, and Dr. Rosalind Clark. Take care of each other.